How's it going? I am, you know, there are some conversations that I have that I, I really honestly love all the conversations I get to have with you. Some of them are very near and dear to my heart. And right now I'm doing a series of conversations that they're in the vein of overwhelm, overcoming overwhelm. And I'm very passionate about this conversation because I've, I'm very intimately related to it. And um, one thing I want to say before I move on is I have put a lot of work into my own life in overcoming overwhelm. And man, it's really good. <laughs> like what's on the other side of it is good. Going through it was like, whoa, okay. And I put together a class that is really called Overcome Overwhelm. And if you struggle with, with overwhelm in any way, I want you to join me. I'm gonna put the link with the details on this conversation on this pat podcast episode and i want you to join me um when i started really preparing for this conversation a month ago there's something i really got and it's it's propelling me to have this conversation with you and that is i think sometimes we get so used to how things are that we become numb and when you're numb, it's pretty much over. Unless some major dramatic life interruption happens, which then becomes an opportunity for us to wake up. But there are millions of people that are numb. And the thing about being numb is we don't get to live the one life we have. You only have one life. There is no do-over. There is no undo button. And I challenge you to, if you experience overwhelm, jump in this class. It's extremely affordable. It's totally doable. I mean, I give a lot of assistance and like resource for this course. Um, use the resources that I believe God has put in front of you because it doesn't have to stay this way. So I'm going to continue with this topic of emotional exhaustion. And I want to start with a story. So eight years ago, I uh, was working in a nonprofit and I, I hit a brick wall in my life and I was physically sick. I was emotionally exhausted. There were so many things in my life that were out of whack. It's like if my body just was telling me, I'm going to shut down because that's the only way you're going to hear me. And it was really hard for me. I think one of the biggest things that was hard was that I found my purpose and my, my, my reason to live in my work. So when I couldn't work, I found myself like in a crisis of, I don't have a purpose for my life now. And I didn't realize that I'd become so 
driven in my job that I tuned everything else out. I tuned out my marriage, which was not in a good place. I tuned out issues I had in my life that I didn't want to confront. I tuned out taking care of myself. Like it, there, everything was out of whack. And there I found myself exhausted. And at the worst part of it, I, ha- I started having symptoms of fibromyalgia. And I went to an expert. She did all these exams, these tests, and she told me, you don't have fibromyalgia. You know, I'm really sorry, and I believe you have the symptoms. I believe you're in pain. But what you have, I can't treat. And she recommended I go see a psychiatrist. And I was devastated. I walked out of her office, and I just, I sat in my car, and I wept. I was like, I need to know why I'm sick. Now, fast forward. It took me three years to come out of that state. A lot of time, a lot of consistency. It was work. And now it's been, you know, eight years and I'm way on the other side of it. I have energy. I don't struggle with pain. I mean, it's like a totally different experience, okay? So the reason why I'm telling you this story is because what I'm about to talk about it's not something I read in a book. Like I've in my own journey been through this and I'm not here to say that you, you're going through if you find yourself emotionally exhausted is what I'm going through. I'm not going to force my experience on you. What I am going to talk about is, you know, first of all, I'm going to challenge you to be really courageous and start taking action. And honestly, there was a day, I'll never forget this day, I was laying in my bed, it was around 10 in the morning and my body was hurting everywhere, it just felt horrible. And I I remember I was looking up at the ceiling and the ceiling fan was turning. And I just remember having this thought and I was like, is this it? Is this my life? And it was a real decisive moment where I told myself, you're not going out like this. And that was the turning point for me in being emotionally exhausted and physically sick. Now, from that day, it was like two and a half years before I was on the other side of it. But what I really want you to consider is that it starts with a choice. And are you sick and tired of being sick and tired and exhausted? And if you are, you don't have to know everything about what to do. It starts with a choice. And then take an action. I'm inviting you to take an action called sign up for Overcome Overwhelm. It's going to be really powerful. Now... I want to give you some real things to look at if you are struggling with emotional exhaustion, okay? The first thing I want to invite you to consider 
I want to give you something like you can use right now if you struggle with like anxiety and exhaustion and just overwhelm and that's breath work there's different types of breath work and the breath work that I want to talk to you about in this conversation is we call it smell the roses blow out the candles and it's a really great practice when you find yourself feeling overwhelmed in the moment and the way it works is you take two breaths in and one breath out so I'm gonna do my best to demonstrate I'm on a podcast but you can't see me (laughs) but I'm gonna do it anyways so you take two breaths in the second breath you kind of take a deep breath in and then blow out so it goes like this You want to let out all your breath. I'm going to do it again. On the count of three. One, two, three. The second breath in, you really want to take a deep breath in and then blow out all the air. I'll do it one last time. I'm doing it with emphasis, (laughs) but you get the point. You can do it like two or three times. And in the moment when you feel a little anxious, overwhelmed, do the breath work. Smell um, Smell the roses, blow out the candles. Or smell the flowers, blow out the candles. Okay? The second thing is with exhaustion is and this is gonna sound really like what Venice but I promise you there's something to really explore here okay and that's what are you not dealing with in your life what are you putting up with and tolerating and what are you not saying that's a very powerful place to look. Okay? What are you not saying? What are you tolerating? What are you putting up with? See, whenever we're not saying something, we're tolerating something, we're putting up with something, and we're not dealing with stuff we think it doesn't affect us and it does and over time the more we're not dealing with stuff it depletes us from energy it depletes our well-being our it robs our peace it, zap, it drains us. And, you know, I took a class one time and they talk about the conversational environment. We have, just like we live in a home, you know, or an apartment or wherever you live, there's an environment that you live in communication. And 
for some of us, our our conversational environment is very polluted. Imagine like, um, you know, people like they, they struggle with clutter. You know, like they have clutter, things that they deal with or they have stuff everywhere, you know. Well, consider it's the same way in our conversations. There's conversations that we want to have that we refuse to have. There's reasons why we can't have those conversations. We're justified. And the more we tolerate and put up with and we don't communicate, it affects our peace. And over years, it affects our happiness. So I really invite you to look at that for yourself. Another is, where are you holding on to resentment, unforgiveness, anger, bitterness? See, again, we think we can just move on and we may move on. Like, I don't talk to that person anymore. But if you think that that's gone, it's not. It's not gone. These things are not gone until we get them complete. And getting complete is like, it's a powerful practice where you get to really acknowledge, like, this is what I have to say about that. And getting complete with the person we have something to say is very powerful. Now, right there, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not doing that. Okay, fine. You know, (laughs) don't talk to that person. So you get to keep living with what you're living with and tolerating and putting up with. Now, invariably, there's people that tell me, oh, you don't know my family. I get it. Everybody has reasons why they can't talk to people. I get it. And I promise you, I have seen people that have had very tumultuous relationships with people in their life, and they have conversations for completion, and it's miraculous what happens. It goes back to, you know... It takes courage to do things differently. And it's one of the reasons why I'm a huge advocate of coaching because you may need to get some coaching on how to have the conversation. And if that's you, get coaching. You know, reach out to me. You know I love coaching. I am a coach. But sometimes we need some guidance on how do I have that conversation? That's a tough one, Benice. Get the, sub, the guidance, practice having the conversation, and do it. But I really want you to consider that these first two points about what are you putting up with? What are you tolerating? What are you not saying? Who are you angry, bitter, resentful? Where are you holding on to unforgiveness? These are huge emotional draining things. The third is, I just want you to consider, like, 
There's a way you navigate your life. You have your life set up a certain way. And I am so speaking for myself. Like, I mean, I'm like a really good model of that. I I just, like, it didn't work for me to be so into my work that I neglected my life. And I've, I mean, I've learned that doesn't work. And it has taken me years to really have, to have like healthy practices for how I'm doing my life. So I'm not like here to point the finger at you. I'm like, look, sister, I've been there. I really have. I know what it's like. And, you know, I'm on the other side of it. And what I can say is, man, like, to not be exhausted is priceless. And I really encourage you to look at how do you do your life? How are you navigating your life? What do you mean by how am I navigating my life, Denise? How do you do your life? Do you work and you don't do you neglect yourself? Do you are you so invested in your children and your grandchildren that you don't have you don't do anything for you? Uh, are you in a loveless marriage and you've just been like that because you don't think it can be any other way? That's how you navigate your life. And I challenge you to really look at how have I been navigating my life? How do I do my life? Because all those things, they exhaust us when we're in loveless marriages. Look, you want to talk about loveless marriage? We can talk about that because I've experienced that too. (laughs) Come on now. Like I got some stories. I got some stories. I've been there. You want to talk about betrayal? Okay, let's talk about betrayal. I can go there. Kids stuff? Oh, we can talk about that too. Divorce? Oh, we can talk about that too. And I want to say it's possible to learn another way. Is it easy? No. I'm not going to say that it's easy. Is it worth it? Yes. You only have one life. What are you going to do with that one life? How do you say it's going to go? You have a say. So, the reason why I put together the Overcome Overwhelm course is to give you a starting place that's practical that you can take and you can start taking some action. And I invite you to sign up. Click the link, get the details and sign up. The replay will be sent to you. It'll be, I promise you, I'm so committed, it's worth your time. All right? The last thing I wanna say is you can do it. You can. You can do it. Sometimes people say, it's so funny. They're like, oh, well, that's you, Venice. No, there's nothing really special about me at all. I'm just this girl that was like, okay, I'm going to change. And, I, and I've been tenacious and committed. And it's been messy. None of my process has been clean and pretty and perfect. None of it. <laughs> now, it's taken me 20 years. But I'm here. And I'm on the other side. And I still have stuff. I don't have a perfect life. And I'm not here to say that. But what I have 
is some tools and I have some mastery around some things that I've invested in. Learning how to live life a different way. So, you know, my, my motto is, shoot, if it could happen for me, it can happen for you. So, I believe in you and I know you can do it. I look forward to our next conversation. Bye.